Hey, students, it's the week of Thanksgiving. This will be a very special podcast. It'll be the only podcast we'll do for this whole week for answers to gospel question. You okay with that, Brother Wing? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to provide enough nourishment for this podcast to feed <laughs> the entire week. Yeah. You know, speaking of that, you know that um, I was reading about whales. Do you know that whales, that a blue whale can eat one ton, like a ton, 2,000 pounds of food in a day? Can you believe that? That's impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. And I think it's appropriate in the week of Thanksgiving that we hit the book of Jonah. We're talking about, you know, the week of a big feast. We got whales swallowing people. We're feasting on scriptures. We're doing all time. I mean, it just uh, all the stars have aligned this week. And what we're going to talk about today is, is okay, Jonah. What an interesting problem. I know you've all seen ve- Veggie Tales. You can sing the song um, about the pirates. Is that the are the pirates on uh, the Jonah story on Veggie Tales? Man, is that I'm the pirates trying who don't to do remember. Anything? You got little kids. You should be watching Veggie Tales, or do you <laughs> not want be. to teach them false doctrine? So <laughs> I love Veggie Tales. No, like, <laughs> that's good. All right. So one of the the question that we're going to explore today is how do people change? Jonah changes. Uh, the people of Nineveh change. Jonah changes again. What causes these changes? How does it happen? And uh, and then maybe some application for us as we think about some maybe some changes we need to make. So in the book of Jonah, um, I think a lot of people are familiar with this. He's asked to to preach to a to a group of people who aren't the the most humble group of people in the world. It's a really big city in Nineveh. He doesn't really want to go. Um, and so he goes and he he takes off. The Lord asks him to do do something, and he says, "Sure, just kidding," and takes off. It's like when your mom asked you to clean your room when you're a little kid, brother Wing. You're like, "Okay," and then you ran away and hid, right? So, uh, what happened in Jonah's life? What do you think it was? Was it the storm on the sea? Was it was it hanging out in the well's belly? What what caused Jonah to change? Yeah, and I think this just to give a little more idea here is that I think we all find ourselves when we feel prompted to do something, you know, and we just kind of like, don't do it, you know, (laughs) and we find ourselves on a, on an opposite course, you know, we find ourselves at least on a wrong course or headed down a wrong path or just kind of wallowing in our hesitation Mm -hmm. about acting on what the Lord commands us. And that's where Jonah is when he's on this ship and a storm comes and he's supposedly sleeping here and the his shipmates are like hey oh sleeper arise you know <laughs> call upon thy god and and then they cast lots even and it kind of lands on Jonah and they kind of have this idea like hey you're the you're the one that's causing this like and then Jonah now it's like it's almost, I'm sure he was like oh boy is this is this God's judgment here? Is this really me? And now he's now he gets totally honest. And I think there's the thing when when he finally, for whatever reason, gets honest with his with his actions, not letting things just kind of flow or just we'll see what happens, but he's just going to be really clear. Okay, here's the here's actually the decision I made. I'm trying not to do what the Lord wants me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he's honest even with other people about that, that begins the course back, you know? Um, and so he does a pretty bold thing. He tells these guys to throw him off the ship. I mean, it, it's somewhat right. of a loving thing too, to like spare these men. I you like know, that these guys, that these guys are like, nah, we're just going to row harder. We're going to try it. We're not going to throw you into the sea yeah. until it got really bad. Yeah. They were good dudes. They didn't want to, they didn't want to see this happen. They thought it would surely kill Jonah. And yet Jonah at least has the faith to have that, you know, happen mm-hmm. or the respect for his fellow beings there to, to do that. But the Lord had prepared a way uh, to get Jonah back on course with this miraculous uh, fish that swallows him. You know, I think it was the thing that impresses me about this are the guys on the boat, like these, uh, these sailors that are Gentiles, right? They're, these guys are super humble guys. In fact, they pray and they're like, Heavenly Father, we feel so bad about throwing this guy over. But if that's what we're supposed to do, then we'll do it. And so they felt prompted to do it. And so they uh, they threw him over. And yeah. then and they even offered a sacrifice unto Jehovah and made vows. Right. Like there's it's like the Lord's still doing good with Jonah, even when he's well, when he starts to get on his way back, you know, good things happen right. even for others. So, and it is, it's great to, I, I love the phrase at the very end of chapter one, where it says the Lord prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. This fish was born to eat Jonah, right? This is what this was, this was prepared for in the beginning. So this isn't necessary. This is a salvation thing for Jonah. This fish just saved Jonah somehow. I don't know how that works. I'm not sure how hanging out in a fish saved you, but apparently it does. And, uh, and so Maybe it was the example of these guys that ch- that started to change Jonah. Maybe it was that Jonah found himself in a big fish and wasn't dead. And it was like, oh, well, this is a this has to be a mir- miracle. So I think changes could come from seeing a miraculous thing happen in your life, but also changes could come from seeing the example of humble people that are trying to do what's right. What else? Oh, you yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. That there's all these examples around us and all these invitations by the Lord to kind of turn back to him. And, you know, there's a lot of phrases in chapter two of Jonah that really help, you know, even the fact that Jonah prayed unto the Lord out of the fish's belly. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in this terrible place and he prays um, there. He recognizes that the Lord heard him. Um, verse four, he says, I will look again toward thy holy temple. And so he's he's willing to now change his view and what he's focused on. Um, verse seven, he says, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. This kind of makes me think about um, Alma the Younger and that in the middle of his difficulty, um, he remembers what he's been taught about Christ and that he calls upon him uh, for mercy. And so all of these are helping to uh, facilitate his, his way back his he's started to change. He started to correct course and now he's getting power to move along that course yeah. to get where he needs to be. Now that's a great insight. So remembering previous spiritual experiences helps us to change. Uh, that's why journals could be such a powerful thing, right? Going back and remembering spiritual experiences in our life can actually help us change the, the course that we're currently on. And remembering what we've been taught 
about Jesus mm -hmm. Christ, whether it's in our personal scripture study or in classes or whatever, that we can latch on to what others have helped us to know. Right. And Jonah wasn't the only one that needed change. And remember, the whole thing was the people in Nineveh needed to repent and change. And so it's interesting. I think we see a really quick example here of a remarkable quick example of Jonah gets spit out of the well and he goes to Nineveh and all he says to them uh, for 40 days, he says, uh, in, or he says, in 40 days, Nineveh shall be overthrown. Right? That's all we know about what uh, what Jonah said to the people in Nineveh. But in verse, in verse 5 of chapter 3, it says, so the people in Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them, even to the least of them. So, so Jonah says, hey, you're going to be overthrown in 40 days. You need to repent. And they said, okay, we'll do it. So sometimes just the just hearing the words of a prophet that's been called by God, regardless of whatever weaknesses they have, call, just listening to a prophet speak is another way that we can uh, begin to change. Right, just like the people of Nineveh, so quickly too. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and the king there, you know, he he seems to speak more than Jonah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> that's, that's not how it, the story laid out, but at least how the scriptures say it. We got more right. from the king than we do from Jonah. But he calls a fast. You know, I, I verse eight where he says, "Let every man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Mm -hmm. Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way." And from the violence that is in their hands, like this call to turn and turn back. And so, and to fast and to, um, there's, there's further ways that to, to strengthen people in, in their movement back to the Lord or their change that, or to invite the Lord's power to come into them is what's really going on. And so these are ways to do it. So another principle to remember is that change isn't doesn't just happen once there needs to be continual change and jo even jonah who's hung out in the belly of a whale for a while still had some changing to do in the last chapter of 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 jonah um jonah was mad he was mad that the lord didn't punish nineveh like he thought that nineveh should have been punished and the lord asked uh jonah a question doest thou well to be angry and then he helps Jonah get over his anger to change from his anger. What does he do to help Jonah change uh, in the last chapter of Jonah? Yeah, so he's out there. He's exposed to the heat of the sun. Uh, just like you had pointed out that God had prepared a great fish. Well, mm -hmm. verse six says the Lord God prepared a gourd and made it come up and it kind of grew up and offered a, sh a shade for Jonah. But then God prepared a worm. <laughs> <laughs> to, to then kill that plant, you know, and then God prepared a vehement east wind and the sun beat upon the head of Jonah. And so God had prepared this lesson uh, for Jonah and Jonah was really miserable with this and angry uh, that the gourd had been destroyed. And yet he was not seem seemingly as upset if the people of Nineveh had been destroyed. In fact, he right. was upset that they weren't destroyed. And so he learns this lesson here that where the Lord says, you know, doest thou well to be angry? <laughs> a good question for all of us about any of our anger, but especially in this case where the, the Jonah's starting to realize and he kind of changes course again, or yeah. hopefully I think it's kind of left unsaid here, but that there's an opportunity here for him to change course even more to draw closer to the Lord and recognize mm -hmm. 
the value of God's children and that all these people of Nineveh could be saved and that he could be happy for that instead of what he, what, what he was instead. And so there's a lot, I think for us, uh, we can um, think about how God is preparing object lessons for us. He's preparing experiences for us each day and they might, some of them might be unpleasant, but we can learn from all of them. We can turn to the Lord through all of these and be a little more open to the messages that the Lord is trying to give us. It's awesome that the, the, our father in heaven loves us enough to not just leave us how we are, but to create and prepare opportunities for us to change, to become more like him. Some of those opportunities are pretty uncomfortable, but I'm grateful that, that we have a father in heaven who loves us enough that has prepared opportunities for us to change. All right, students, we're so grateful you listen to this podcast, share it with somebody else, have a happy Thanksgiving and uh, email us, text us, let us know what kind of pie you had and we'll see who had the better better Thanksgiving, All right? Key line, we'll see if brother wish comes true. All right, we'll talk to you later, everybody. We love your guts, stay righteous. <laughs>